Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's up? Whoa. Last night we had some major storms. Actually, it was just one giant storm starting at about 6 o'clock. And that's about when my power went out. <laughs> and it was it was steamy warm. I don't know how they did it in the olden days. I wouldn't have been a good olden days person. Um, yeah, that was mad uncomfortable. I don't, yeah, I did not enjoy that. Um, I don't know when air conditioning came on the scene. I'm not sure when it was invented, but thank you for bringing it into the, into the world, whoever did it, because I'm going to tell you something, it started to get steamy, steamy. And so you're sitting around in the dark and I was like, you know, this candlelight action, this is great and everything, but it's time, I mean, I'm just going to get into bed. And so I had saved my battery on my laptop so I could watch The Office. I'm singularly obsessed with The Office on Netflix until it's gone. I'm not sure why, but, uh, I have rewatched the series probably, probably the whole series of until Michael leaves at least four or five times. But now I'm rewatching me rewatching it. Like I just watched an episode two weeks ago and I'm rewatching it. I don't know. It's just it's hilarious. And if you work with people, you get familiar with their oddities and their personalities. And, you know, uh, working life is almost like your family. You don't get to pick them. So you got to figure out how to make it work and you need money. So you wind up just, you know, trying to make the best of what you can with this particular set of people. So I love the office. It's really hilarious. And uh, if you've ever worked in a weird environment, uh, it's a great way to find the uh, funny parts about it. And I've worked in a a number of weird environments. (laughs) so And they probably could all be sitcoms. So anyway, you know, I'm reading this book. I told you yesterday I'm reading this book on quantum physics and uh, they advocate becoming a quantum activist. Um, And the science part is fascinating, of course, because it's kind of complicated, but it's not. Basically, quantum physics comes in and undermines everything that uh, physicists believe, uh, that everything is solid and everything and not just this random crazy band of physicists it's uh einstein and uh schrodinger and some of the most famous physicists ever that you've heard on big bang theory coming behind their own discoveries and being like but wait nothing is solid how am i looking at two atoms that are split but reacting the exact same way you know what in the world are we looking at And so it's not some crazy science. It's scientists coming behind themselves and uh, having to rethink everything they thought they knew. And it's weird because movies like The Secret are kind of dumbed down so you can understand it. And when you watch it, you're sort of like, okay, you know, so if your life wasn't transformed because you watched The Secret, I think 10 or 15 years ago, um, you have to go and find books that are more complicated on the subject and then go back and watch The Secret and you can see what they were trying to do, you know? So I think for me, I moved from The Secret to Law of Intention. Uh, uh, so like Wayne Dyer, um, uh, 
lots of Tony Robbins, you know, Joe Dispenza, um, he was featured in a movie called What the Bleep. So the whole goal for me is not so much because I think, you know, I can, I can become magical, but I think you can, but it's not really magic. We call it magic, but there's been a point in history where people in power, church, religions, um, whoever wanted to be in charge needed to strip the average person from having this knowledge about themselves because if you feel this powerful then you don't need the church then you don't you can believe in Jesus and God without the church but there had to be a way to control you you know so and I'm I'm not a big conspiracy theorist I'm not somebody who uh, is in any secret societies or anything like that I just understand uh, the human psyche and I can't control you if you believe you have power And that's pretty much been every major civilization that we know of (laughs) in humanity. If if I want something from you, I can't control you and make you give it to me if you don't believe you need to, you know, so I'm going to make you afraid. How do I make you afraid? Well, I'll tell you that God wants to punish you or kill you or whatever. Um, And if that's the kind of religion that you're drawn to then you have to say, okay, um, I think that's fair to ask a question like, okay, why do I have to be completely subservient and afraid to participate in this? And I don't think that's what, you know, healthy religions do. I don't think healthy religions indoctrinate you and subjugate you, you know, Um, as Bob Marley said, you don't want to be subjugated into mental slavery. So I'm not trying to get into some big controversial anti-religious. I'm not anti-religion. Uh, I am anti-mind control. So if you move outside of the realms of uh, certain types of religions that try to um, control you, then you look at other ways where you know people aren't really as religious as they used to be. So what other ways can we control people? Well, then they move into... Uh, marketing and sales and you know there was this crazy kid on um, Dr. Phil yesterday and I leave TV on in the background while I work because you know why not and I don't know that I believe that Dr. Phil Phil is um, I think he's I know he's not really a licensed therapist anymore there's something going on with his licensure I'm not sure I don't think he can go into private practice But I don't think his advice is altogether bad. And I think he has, you know, clearly he's made a lot of money for these people he's always uh, referring uh, patients or whatever guests on the show to. I mean, he's made a lot of money for ranches and uh, places in Colorado and, all. you know. But yesterday it was a black kid on there. And... It was clear his parent, his mom didn't have a ton of money. She was having a pretty good life for her and her two kids, but she was giving this kid a thousand dollars a month for allowance, and he wanted more. He was buying Balenciaga and uh, Louboutin shoes, and you know, thousand dollar backpacks and shit. And it's like, yo, man, this is fascinating to watch. Um, Because this kid is completely narcissistic, has no real sense of how much things cost, and his mom is enabling that. I mean, this was not Dr. King's dream. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he wanted us all to have equal access, but this is not what he wanted. He didn't mean this. I've never seen a child of color this spoiled before. And I'm sure they're out there. But I've never seen a black mother like that either. I did that generationally. I'm guessing this lady was probably closer to my age than my mom's. But I mean, I was spoiled, but not like that. You know, I got plenty of no's. I liked Ralph Lauren. And I wore a lot of Ralph Lauren, but... If I I can't even imagine being like, hey, I need some of this uh, Balenciaga or when I was a kid, Halston, you know, (laughs) let me go in and I don't even know what the top tier brands were. Gucci. I couldn't get it. So it didn't even matter. This kid was crazy. So I'm looking at this kid and I'm thinking, God, he's completely out of touch with reality. And I guess I don't even know why I brought it up. It just tripped me up a little bit because I was looking at this kid and I'm thinking, I don't know is this mind control? Because something has taken a hold of his brain to make him think that he has to have these brands in order to be interesting. And his career, wait for it, was going to be uh, a YouTuber. Now people are going to watch his YouTube and watch him put on thousand dollar shoes. I mean, it was really ridiculous and strange. Um, And I'm not normally super judgmental, but I'm judging that. That was like one of the strangest things I've ever seen on TV because his mom clearly wasn't wealthy, you know, but it was weird. She had capitulated like all her power to him. He had the master bedroom. He didn't even have a job like this. And you could just tell they didn't have a ton of money. They were doing good for, I mean, she was giving her kids a good life, but this dude, I don't know. It was strange. Very, very strange. So I guess I'm wondering, so the new form of mind control is that TV is a quote unquote entertainment, which is tough because that's my industry. But I also don't want to put out anything that I think adds to the problem. I'm all about solutions. So, you know, whatever projects I'm working on, I'm, I'm ultimately trying to show people how to uh, either evolve from a situation or hey or do what I do on this podcast which is maybe you should look at it in a different way um, because we're not going to get solutions with the, w- the questions that we're asking so my projects usually just ask a different question or encourage you to ask a different question and make up your own mind I'm not really into brain control I want you to think for yourself. Here's the problem. Like I put in my description for yesterday's project uh, podcast. Uh, The good news is you can change your mind and think for yourself. The bad news is most people don't want to think too hard. So that's where the mind control comes in. And in constantly you watch evening TV, like the news. I don't watch it, but my mom loves it. And so you'll turn it on and it's like all these commercials for drugs. Um, just during the political cycle here, it was all politicians. And it's like, you you all are voting for people based off of these. You don't do any research. You just see these few commercials and you think, oh, okay, this person's going to be great at this job. But are they really? I mean, at least with Biden, you know what you're getting. He's old, no doubt. But he has been around forever. His record is out there. And he was just vice president not too long ago. So you you feel like you you you're getting a politician and uh sorry 
this whole experiment with people who've never done stuff before and they want to do it now, I think that should be over. Um, I want skilled politicians, just like I want a skilled dentist. I don't want to go get my heart surgery from a podiatrist. I want somebody who knows what they're doing in that particular area. And um, I want professionalism and I want a track record. And I think the bar has just been so low because people are so dumbed down. Like who benefits from a bad public school education system? Wealthy people. Wealthy people in America are really benefiting from uh, the regular average American poor um, school system. You know, when it was founded, I'm sure a public school education was equal. You know, certainly not in the deep south. I get it. I know we're going to find examples, but I think the starting line aspirationally, whether it was real or imagined, was equal. But it's not even close to equal now. I've driven by schools where I thought they were closed and little kids are going in there to learn something. And it's like, it's not clean. It's not safe. I'm sure the books aren't good. I'm sure the teachers aren't great. What's the curriculum? You know, I think as a society, we are benefiting from the dumbing down of um, our education system in the worst ways. You know, there is a benefit to it. Otherwise, people wouldn't do it. So we've allowed this to happen, but, you know, somebody's benefiting from it. Maybe not us at large, but, you know, we have tons and tons and tons of jobs available in America. Our our kids just aren't educated to do them. So those are good questions. And I think that's when we start talking about how can we break out of the matrix in real life, in, in IRL, in ways that we can look at it and apply, you know. Um, and every single time you start going down that rabbit hole and start asking those deep kinds of questions, guess what happens? They throw a race card in there because they don't want you to think that hard. And they know you'll get mad about race, whether you're, uh, talking about, you know, whatever side of the issue you fall on, you're going to be passionate about it. You know, I read some stuff the other day. I wish black people would stop complaining. This is what happened. This is how it goes down. And then you got black people like, we'll never get the justice we wanted. No, no, no. And then it's just like this ending, unending loop that has taken you out of the real conversation because I've got you tied up in your emotions and your emotions are all centered on race. And as long as that's the case, I can get you off of any topic. Oh, I don't I don't really want you to examine whether I'm a good president or not. So let's drop a race bomb in there. Let's 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 just implode the whole thing. And it works every time because people are easily taken off the track because they don't they can't control their emotions. And that is the is the modern IRL version of the Matrix. And we need to get off of it. I think America could be a wonderful experiment in whatever it was they were trying to do in the first place freedom of speech you know land for everybody well the forefathers were really thinking about white men uh as evidenced by the fact that you could only vote if you were a white male landowner um and how after the civil war nobody got their 40 acres and a mule because land gives you power and they didn't want the uh enslaved formerly enslaved black men to have power 
you know, this is not complicated stuff. The problem is you can't get sucked into your emotions about it. You got to stay objective. Once you start going down the rabbit hole of who did what to you and, you know, and, and no one seems to be as passionate about women's issues or equal pay or anything like that as much as they are about racial stuff. And uh, that's how they keep getting this. That's how you got to break out of the matrix. Don't allow someone to control your emotions and keep you from asking the better questions to make your community, your society, the world better. Because whoever controls your emotions controls you. And that's how you become a quantum. What is it? Quantum activist. I was about to say a quantum anarchist, but it's all the same. Pick up a, a, you don't even have to go for the hard stuff. Just get a basic book about quantum physics and start reading. Empower yourself. This is a hidden science, but it shouldn't be. It's been hiding in plain view. There's a reason why they don't, don't want you to know about it because it's the bridge between science and God. And it, it's blown people's minds. I mean, Einstein hated that he discovered it. Uh, he was like, this is the thing that's ruining my life because now it's upended everything I thought and believed. So that sounds delicious to me. You know, there's got to be a reason why things are the way they are. And if we figured that out, then that means we can make them better. But for some reason, somebody doesn't want to make them better. It's a good question. Mm, deep thoughts. <laughs> Welcome to Mad Luck. <laughs> Have an awesome, awesome Tuesday. And if any of this resonates with you, I'm telling you, it's powerful, powerful stuff. Open your mind, transform your life.
Show. Show.